0: Hello everybody and welcome to my brand new podcast Music to For with Shanti, it's me, Shanti, a Swiss musicologist and stage manager talking with different artists and discussing different topics belonging to the music business I realized I have many friends who live in Denmark and make really good music I met Jonathan when he was the lead singer of Skirt by Beauty and together we trace his musical roots back to his new band, Away. We discuss his passion for fishing and how his life experiences have shaped us. So let's go!
1: Check this out! Music to late for! We shot
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to my brand new podcast. Today, I'm sitting with a friend from Denmark, Jonathan Brexton. Hi, man, how are you doing? All good, all good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, all fine. Thank you very much. I know that maybe I just fucked up with your name because I have a, a, the worst Danish pronunciation ever, <laughs> but yeah. it's still a fun thing, this about languages, I think. Man, Um, We met through the music, you were on tour with with a band that organized here in Basel. But before we go into this, I'll let you introduce yourself for the audience. Yeah, what's up, everybody? My name is Jonathan Albrexen, difficult
2: uh, last name, probably the worst combo. is like a German name and then a Danish pronunciation. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what about myself? Yeah, I... um, I do music. I sing in a hardcore band. Um, Used to do do it in different bands and used to tour a lot. That's how we met. And now I am working as a physiotherapist. I do a little bit of hardcore music on the side. And then I got my hobbies. I go fishing. I do some uh, Thai boxing and uh, I have a sweet dog. That's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. I love the post on Instagram about your dog. Mm. It's so fluffy. I mean, what yeah, is for a dog? I mean,
2: it's a chow chow. He's a cutie,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, even, okay, winter puppies are cute, but even now that it's grown up, like it's just yeah. four. I mean, like,
2: it's, it's amazing, man. He's just like a life-size teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Dog. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So he's a little bit of a bad dog though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like it's a difficult breed. Like they're they're super cute and cuddly, and uh, I like he's a good dog. He has like good intentions, but like the breed, you know how other dogs they have this like a uh, wish to like please their humans.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Chowjos don't have that at all. The they're like cats. They're like whatever. Fuck you. I'm doing this. And they'll just wait until you stop like yelling at them they they just
0: don't care like <laughs> they don't feel guilty when you get upset with them at all okay okay because i uh, i'm living right now in a new apartment and now i can i'm allowed to have a dog yeah um, i love cats but i'm not a cat person so i'm looking for for a continental bulldog Yeah. because they are, you know I, I have a good friend of mine um having two of those, and. Man, I love this kind of dog because they are kind of, it's, I can kind of say the muscle dog, yeah. but also a lot of sweets, you know, like, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. love it. I like, I like the pit bulls as well. They're a little in they're not. I, I like, was in Switzerland. Pretty, yeah. I mean, in Switzerland, it's, it's tricky because they are like on a blacklist. Yeah. Um, there's a few people that ha- can have one, but in the end, if you pay, you can, you can get it. You know, if you pay the state of permission and everything and it seems working. It seems so stupid like to, I mean, I think like the number one, I saw like a, uh,
2: like some data of dog bites in Denmark and the number one, like uh, the dog behind most uh, annual bites incidents per year was like, a golden retriever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wrote something like this, but yeah. Um, of course is a you know I think this get a lot of the honor but yeah, yeah it is. I had a um while I was student I had the chance to to go to with with his friends during the weekend um there was a place here in France uh, helping dogs with no home and um so it was always looking for people going there for free and uh, go walk in the land with the yeah. dogs uh, a whole morning, and so I did it, and I had the experience with this. It was for me the first time, really being in contact with pit bulls and those kind of dogs, and mm. I just fell in love because they were so. Was um So, so I, I like the the way that dog are strong, but they, the way they look at you, the way they were looking for your yeah. attention, and the way you can you could work with them, uh, it was amazing. So definitely hope to 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 find. I would say solution or maybe to find uh, a dog, a similar kind of dog. Let's say, yeah, yeah. I think like with
2: the, yeah, the pit bulls, they're amazing, man. You can just tell, like they have so much expression they're like mm-hmm. super intelligent. I would like a dog like that, but yeah, I think like the chow chow for like, for the amount of time and, uh, I have to put in the effort to like training and whatever. I like it's a little bit annoying to have like a cat dog around the house sometimes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but like it's I guess it's like a, the best solution for us because like that's why you get like these crazy dogs that end up biting people. Like if you get a, a breed that doesn't match uh, whatever resources you have, then you mm-hmm. get like an understimulated or overstimulated dog that's just gonna end up going crazy yeah right so right, right now we have like a super balanced very nice dog but he's a little bit like misbehaved but whatever That's in terms of obedience but he's, he's super sweet and like he'll uh like he, he's not aggressive or anything he's just like i'll tell him to sit and he'll just look at me and walk
0: away it's like ah oh, jesus <laughs> nice nice but you're also a fisherman. I saw also a lot of of uh, Instagram posts about fishing. It's it's definitely a big passion of yours.
2: Yeah, for sure. It's um, I got the bug, and I have had it ever since I was a kid. Just fishing, man. It's uh, it's life for me. <laughs> Whenever I get the chance, I go. Um, I say right now, like. Um, I switched my schedule around, so I have one like weekly day off, so right now I'm out fishing at least once a week, sometimes mm-hmm. even two or three.
0: And so, this yeah. is a hobby that you have on your a hobby a passion that you have on your own or or you uh, I would say you you share this with in, in, in your family or um,
2: it was um, when I was a kid, it was my stepdad who got me into it who really got me into it and uh, we would go fishing and uh, it just um, I don't know it just uh, it clicked for me uh, like immediately I was hooked and I always wanted to go fishing and then uh, as I grew older I sort of neglected it a little bit Um, with the music and everything it sort of just fell into the background Mm -hmm. and then I started picking it up again and I could just feel, you know, like, wow, this is just a, uh, like, it's, it's just my happy place. I love it. It's a, uh, it's a great way to, uh, to spend time. Like you're, you're, uh, you're in the, you're in nature, you're outdoors, you're interacting with nature. Um, it's a good, healthy pastime, I think mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, for me, sometimes it borders uh, unhealthy because I'm so obsessed with it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Financially it's not uh it's not healthy as well. I spend so much money on gear, man. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think I was this so interesting because it's something that I, I did. I grew up on a lakeside. Mm. And um so I had a couple of friends. There was a period where I was I I was a child and I remember uh going with my friend fishing at the lake, but knowing nothing about fish. It was the idea of being out uh, uh, or you know these three or four kind of fish that were you were able to catch and uh, stuff, and it was a lot of fun. And then uh, in the south there is a lot uh, fishing on the river, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a strong community. But yeah, then things change, and then you left this just aside. But uh, so it's still something that I did. Uh, I know how it's work, and it's always fascinating to people. That's stealing this kind of activities because it's definitely a, a word on his own, yeah. right? It's like when you when, when you are into music, you collect gear, uh, guitars or this and that, and you learn how to do this, mixing that, uh, and and it's the same like when you when you have like this kind of, of fashion, you know, like yeah. you know which gear it's the best for that, and and you you living in a in a country on on, on the sea then this is a, also another reality. Like, yeah, you know it's, more um, also about the, the territory and how it's working, this and that and 100% yeah. fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like it's uh, like, uh, sometimes it's even
2: like uh, been sort of like the, I don't know, the underlying current of my life, you know, it's been pushing me in certain directions. Um, and i like I, I love to go fishing alone, mm-hmm. That's probably my favorite thing to do. But then I'll have like, uh, I got really good friends that are also fishing and they, you, like you said, like you have like the lake and you have the, the rivers. And like, I enjoy every kind of fishing there is. I also go spear fishing, like uh, free diving with a oh, cool. spear gun, Yeah, but I have like, I'll have friends that are into spear fishing and not into like rod and reel fishing. And then Rod and Reel, I have like friends that will go on the lakes chasing the pike. And then I have friends like will go on the coast chasing like the, the fish that are in the sea. And then, so it's like, uh, yeah, you got these uh, different dynamics going. But I'm just fucking uh, in the deep end doing everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. But how? what about music? I mean, we met when you were the singer of... Which band? Uh, sorry. Scarred uh, by Beauty. Scarred by Beauty. Still, I have a t-shirt of your. I yeah. love that t-shirt. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I love mean, the, that, the, the album. Is it one of the funky ones? Uh, like
2: we used to do pink ones and like crazy rainbow colored prints. And no, story. no,
0: no, no. No, honestly, it's not a t-shirt. I mean, it's, it's a tank top. It's a white one with the lotus flower oh, yeah, yeah. with the high. That's from the first album. Wow. Is it that long ago? That's crazy. Still, one of my favorites, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I guess it's one of my get the pleasure t shirt pants yeah. and everything. But, um, so, um, how long do you, did you sing in Scared by Beauty? Um, I think 11, 12 years. Okay, so it wasn't like a a long a long time yeah, project. It was say. a long time, like
2: uh, you know, Daniel. Uh, yes, you've been on tour with him. His brother Dennis. He, he played the drums, and we grew up together. Like uh, went to school as little kids, and then we started playing uh, in like this after-school project. Um, we picked up music there. Mm-hmm. And we played like cover songs and stuff like that, and then we started making our own music and we had different bands, and like, but it was just this constant thing from uh, like ever since we were 12, 13 years old, we mm-hmm. played together all the way up until Sky by Beauty ended. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it, it was just like this underlying thing, and Sky by Beauty was not like a serious thing until. 2009, I think Mm -hmm. up until then it was, I mean, it it was serious, but I was in another band, like a a Danish uh, thrash metal band singing. And I started touring with them a lot
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: I did one album circle with them, but uh, it was like, uh, it was, it was cool. It was a real nice experience. I I enjoyed it and like the album was great, but the guys were a little bit older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I joined that band as a singer. After their first original single, left. so they were all ten, twelve years older than me. Which, like now, when we're in our thirties, it doesn't matter. But for me at the time, I was nineteen. Yeah. So it felt yeah. like a big difference, and and it was a big difference. Like from being nineteen to being in your late twenties. There's a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those are significant
0: years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, point of views, experience and everything. Yeah.
2: So I was just like this unexperienced kid, like uh, uh, partying around. and It was great and it was fun, but I was sort of like missing my friends, my own age. And uh, I remember we sort of had the talk in the band Sky by Beauty, like uh, whatever, are we going to do it? Are we not? Because I, I sort of felt at the time that it would be like a crossroad where I would either commit to one or the other
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and um i was also because i was enjoying like doing my own thing with Skyboy beauty and stuff i just uh yeah i chose that way and um we sort of amped up our efforts and started like making albums trying to get record deals and we started touring a lot and that's how we met mm-hmm, on our mm-hmm. first album i think
0: yeah, because you you went. I remember you went a couple of times to Basel. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I two, two or three times. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I sent you yesterday a picture of us <laughs> uh, in the in the villa. Rosa. I was laughing
2: so hard. You look so young, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. When I saw that picture, <laughs> like, those are the the good memories. You know, like uh, uh, sometimes you see. You always see in this movie those uh, those whole people saying, "Oh yeah, looking." Uh, you know, on picture on the wall and say, oh, I remember when mm-hmm. I was young and I, and then I said, okay, I, I used to have a a good, a good part of really a lot of good memories already now. And it was so funny looking into my hard disk and finding a lot of people uh, that I met thanks to the music and yeah. I still have pictures. And I guess, and it's funny because at the time it wasn't not used to, you know, like now with the phone, you, you take a shot sometimes with somebody it's kind yeah. of tradition, you know. Um, around that time, it was maybe two people with a with a with a camera or say, "Okay, <laughs> let's take a picture together." It Was yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then you find out that you are ten years later. That's yeah. cool, yeah. But
2: but I remember how- those shows, man. It was crazy. It was um, what what was this guy named Chris? Chris, Chris, yeah, shout um, out.
0: Was it a call booking? Shout yeah, out. Yeah, this is this is our baby. Our baby yeah, is still alive. We had that's good because really? You're yeah, we know. No, I mean, me and Chris, we are like the founder. We are mm-hmm. um honor members of the Tarsico booking, but there is a um a friend of us, a young guy from Germany, that he took it. And he's okay. doing right. He organized a couple of good concert in the last few years. Yeah. And uh, now they are considering to producing some bands, local bands. So it's that's cool because, you know, it started as a hobby, as a passion. And, uh, and then we said, uh, Chris got uh, a kid. I had to concentrate me on my, on my work and everything. Um, and I said it was sad to say we need to close or just stop it. And it was good to see that there was somebody willing to take yeah, it and yeah. keep the legacy, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, and so, I'm glad to hear that, guys. Yeah, and really,
2: you know, really I found out a video
0: of, of you Sorry. boxing. So, no problem. Uh, I found your visa, a video of you boxing with Daniel. Yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't remember the name of your best player, uh, Chris yes
2: right yeah no i remember i remember that night that was in that crazy squad and we found those boxing gloves yes and we were on tour with that uh english band we, which we, we were not beefing but we were just like busting each other's ball constantly and i think that they got under our skin a little bit so we were a little bit irritated mm-hmm. so as he was the guitar player he wanted to like uh he was he uh he would have a boxing match with the singer from that band, and he punched him so hard in his rib that he broke his hand. Yes, I remember. He, could, <laughs> he couldn't play the show, and we had like uh, like a full two and a half weeks of the tour left. It was horrible. No uh, way!
0: No way! <laughs> yeah, I so remember funny. it like it was yesterday. And as I said, I I still have a video, so <laughs> I need to, to. I think we'll send you later. Yeah, but how did you get into hard music? Let's say. <laughs> um
2: really it was because of dennis who played the drums and scott he, he introduced me to like uh he had cable tv at his house so he mm-hmm. could like watch mtv and like uh what's the show jackass and the uh, viva la bam all that stuff where there would be like mtv hard music like uh so he sort of like knew what bands to look up. And at the time it was new metal. It was like a Linkin Park and Biscuit, mm-hmm. Slipknot. Those were the bands that sort of like uh, got me going. And I was sort of, I hated going uh, when I was a kid. Like I was a little bit insecure. I didn't like school. I didn't like, I felt awkward. Um, like, yeah, in school and that social whatever So like the music there was just like, uh, I've sort of felt on the outside and here was like a, something that could define what, what type of outsider I would be. And that felt really good. And then I just liked the music as well. I mean, it sort of did something for me and then it just snowballed from there. Like you sort of like everybody else, like you, you find one band and like it, Like there's a gateway to another and then Mm -hmm, you hear mm -hmm. something really extreme and you're sort of like poking around that area a little bit and then you find whatever genre works best for you uh, in the end and uh, I guess also when we started playing it was sort of like when new middle was at its peak and faded out Mm -hmm. and all these other like modern genres would appear mm-hmm. that yeah. eventually would turn into like this whole metal core mesh in the tens, <laughs> 2010s, you know? Yes. Yes. And um, yes. from there, I find found out about like real hardcore, mm-hmm. original hardcore. Yes. Which was instantly for me, like a genre that I just spoke to me and I liked, like the expression. I liked the, the feeling, I liked the, the, the lyrical themes. The Yeah, it, it was just my kind of thing. And I always wanted to play more hardcore than I think uh, I was able to in Sky by Beauty. It's sort of, you can also hear like a big change on the two albums that we ended up doing. You have the first one, which is very experimental, melodic, and crazy. Metalcore still has that early 2010 sounds very much. And then the next one is more, uh, yeah, it has this more of a hardcore vibe. Mm
1: -hmm. Not
2: hardcore punk, I mean like the genre, like New York hardcore, the more metal. That album is not New York hardcore at all. Like I wouldn't claim that. Don't get me wrong, but but it just it feels it has more of that vibe, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I got, I got it, I got it. So, but now we can talk about your new band because, yeah, sure. um, I was uh, that's. I guess this is a new world that with social network help you to discover new band. And I saw I remember, being on your profile and see, okay, uh, John Trump post this, wrote away. And mm-hmm. I was I was intrigued by the the name, the, the logo you put like this. And then I, I remember when you already put just like a sneak peek because the song I said, whoa, yes, that's that's the sound that also I, I like. I mean, there's a lot of good music out there, but I noticed that sometimes there is these two or three bands that when they got like this kick that is really also the, the kick that I need or the kick that I like. And yeah, sure. right away. Man, I already pre-order. Really? Uh oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Man. Like one more I remember what you posted it and I just went <laughs> on the internet and I just ordered it because I I I want to have it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. Well yeah, it's uh it's a cool project. Um it's uh it's hardcore and it's I guess more pure, like a purer form of hardcore than what I've been playing mm-hmm. before. And it's like uh, like we're, we're four guys in the band. And for all of us, this is sort of like the band that we that wanted to play with our old, like everybody's been playing a lot. So this is just like an outlet for us. We got together on the premise of like, let's, let, let, let's just let it go and play simple fucking in-your-face, gnarly hardcore. Mm-hmm. And don't worry too much about anything. Just fucking let it swing, you know?
0: yes yes
2: um and it turned out really great and uh my brother is actually he's the drummer so um
0: so it's a family business
2: a, yeah yeah and i was always a little bit like uh jealous of dennis and daniel in sky by beauty like they had this whole brothers thing going and like i was yeah now i got that myself it's, it's super cool man and, and the guys in the band like the guitar player and the bass player super cool guys like super awesome we've known each other peripherally through like the the scene in copenhagen Mm -hmm. for a very long time and always sort of had this uh like what how do you explain like this just like i've always had this feeling like that uh yeah these guys are cool guys but never had a real excuse to like sort of start a friendship but now it's it's growing and it's
0: it's just super nice man hmm mm-hmm. So what's the plan now? There is a new album coming. Yeah. Uh we recorded a full length uh last
2: year. Uh it's out on a new label here in like a new Danish uh Hakko, not Hakoli, but uh a core label. Like uh it's um it's a sub-label to a big label distribution here in Denmark, but the guy who is the owner. He's sort of like uh, very passionate about all core genres and want to like provide a, a platform for bands like that to start uh, releasing music with a, you know, bigger distribution channel. Because in Denmark, it's like Denmark is a very small country mm. and uh, the the sub genres of a sub genre in total like metal are just like they're microscopic. So like if like in Denmark right now like if you want to release as a hardcore band maybe you have like two options if it's mm-hmm. something that has commercial drive to it there's a whole DIY scene that is very much alive and different but if you are uh, like I sort of is it also like this in Switzerland because in Denmark there's like uh, hardcore is like it's two there's two different types of hardcore. There's like the, the very strong punkish DIY hardcore. And then there's the more commercial sounding hardcore, which I'm closer to like American hardcore.
0: Mm, I It's it's hard to say because Switzerland is also a small country, I guess a smaller <laughs> for sure. And um, here is like living in everybody. We are living in the same city, you know, it's not yeah. that we can say really country, um, in what is music uh, scene. Um, it goes m- mostly about trend. What's its trend right now? Uh, mm-hmm. I said there is a, a really cool band called Um They're doing like more beatdown, heavy riff beatdown. Now there is a very good band from, I guess, from Hara, from Basel, doing some... Mm-hmm. Mm, that core, you know it's just like it, it pops up a band doing this, and that um yeah, the golden age of metalcore it's done here yeah. I mean yeah. but um I think was, that uh, the, it's, the, the easy thing of being a small country is that yeah that you can um uh, okay you can advise your your advertising your your band easily, you know, in your community, through social media, uh, even talking to people, you know, hey, you know, I'm this band, like this, yeah, I'm from Lucerne and I'm from Zurich. You know, it's like 30 minutes train, something like yeah. that. A little bit more. But yeah, just to give the idea, you know, it, it's really even communicate, easy. And so it's great this, but I don't think it's exists like this really this this different kind of subculture, let's say. Yeah.
2: yeah in Denmark it's very uh, it's, it's very much a thing it's uh, I mean it's not that the two don't mix or that there's uh, yeah but you just have these you have the whole uh, like there's a whole scene that revolves around like the more politically active side of music with like real punk bands and hardcore punk uh, that the the bands and that music is only alive in like squatted houses and in the like the left wing underground. And then you have this other side, which is more commercial sort of commercial is probably the wrong word, but it's just it's more. No, th- yeah, it 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 just has a more commercial form. Like you, re- like the yeah. records are released on mm-hmm. uh, on on labels. It's not totally DIY. There's still a lot of DIY spirit, and everybody's fucking working. And the- there's no money in that mm-hmm, <laughs> either. Mm-hmm. But it's just it has a more commercial infrastructure, and is not necessarily um, like the bands that don't not necessarily identifying with like. Squats and uh, political statements like left-wing political Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. I really enjoy both and I will readily show up but like the music we play is just a little bit removed from that like Mm -hmm. the I'd say it's more true like like true punk hardcore because it's very much alive here in Denmark you have like we have like some of big festivals in uh there's a squad in Copenhagen with like a annual big festivals like people will travel from all over Europe. Oh, lovely.
0: Yeah. yeah. In Switzerland, those kind of places are slowly uh, disappearing Mm -hmm. because we have almost no more occupied places or squat places Um, because this is the Swiss mentality, honestly, (laughs) you know, like everything has to be squared, um, shiny, you know, (laughs) we are kind of proud of the way the country is. Um, and uh, it's sad because uh, through the, the last decades, uh, we have seen um, a cultural scene growing up here in Switzerland. These kind of places, you know, even from where I come from uh, in the in the years ago, it was in the 60s, there was a strong alternative hippie community and it became really famous for arts in general. And, um, but it's always seen like something, you know, not serious, something, yeah. In this Mm -hmm. kind of mentality that um, you're not an artist, you're just a hobbyist or you're just a crazy people dancing in the woods, you you know. And uh, yeah, it's sad because we had a lot of great artists in all kind of Cultural environment. Um, but it's always been a struggle, you know, to, to, they only take you seriously when you start making money and grow your name, you know. So then you are really accepted. And this is just to answer at the fact that, yeah, we still have a lot of concept, small concert venues. Like this but there's no more like Villa Rose now there is no more it burned mm. down you know like mm. now there is a, a parking lot there mm. <laughs> and um yeah in some ways a little bit sad but I think countries that allow I mean that where there's still this kind of subculture real subculture um maybe got like extra points in some ways because uh, Because it's more genuine in some ways. I guess even this this scene still have problems. In every scene, we have problems of different genres, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 the pure DIY. People just go there and do what they really want to do. But on Mm -hmm. the other side, I also understand bands that I want to promote themselves in some ways, um, trying to reach in some goals that is not directly to do to be like successful or making money or like this, but saying okay, we want to start this band and we want to reach the idea to go to that festival and playing. So mm. that's the way Yohazu um tried to build um your your path, let's say. Mm. But it's still always interesting to to compare and I'll be discussed the, the way uh you like you know, in this case, Denmark is doing something and Switzerland is doing something, you know. I think it's yeah. always interesting because, uh, even you know, it's interesting,
2: also because, like, I think, uh, uh, I mean, it's uh, similar countries to a certain degree, you know, like European, smaller mm-hmm. European countries, very healthy economies. That Switzerland a little bit better than Denmark, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, it's always fun to like, sort of, and that was, I mean, for, for me, when we, when I was touring a lot with, uh, with Scott in particular, we really got to see that. And that was just like, uh, that was a gift. I feel, um, I feel very educated Mm -hmm. from the road, not from just, uh, like, uh, learning to get stuff done when your van breaks down in a different country and whatever, but, um, after Sky by Beauty, I went to school and uh I messed around for a few years and then I went to school and did uh studied physiotherapy, which is my work now and I felt very old when I started when I was comparing myself to like my the ones that I started studying with mm-hmm. they were also younger than me, but I could just uh yeah, I just feel like from the road I've had so much experience dealing with people that uh mm-hmm. just uh that translates into every aspect of life. So I feel very blessed with that at least. Didn't earn any money, but
0: I wisened up, man. Yeah. I noticed it, you know, like um from where I come from, to what's this idea when you are 20, 21? Uh if I mean you say I mean we are wealthy country, you know? So there's a lot of family that could afford to send the kids abroad for one year, you know, like uh, Australia, USA, Germany, even, but, you know, you don't have to go far, but yeah, taking a year, a year off. And um, I just started my studies in musicology. And even for me, that was a, a, a something new, you know, like uh, moving three hours away from your from where I live in between, we have the help. So, you know, it was really uh, a physical border, you know, from where you could grow up, the mentality of the place, going the same country, but in another place where people think and speak differently. And um, so I didn't travel much. I concentrate myself, I was enjoying living here in Basel and um, I just took some some trip to, to Brighton or to Germany with some friends and stuff like this, but not really traveling a lot. And then but I started. Like,
2: yeah. I mean, like you still had from like arranging shows and like dealing with the music. And also yeah. in Basel is like in a. What's the, the borders are to what? It's like Brighton. France on and Germany. To France and Germany. So it's yes. like. It's a very international vibe when you get there. You could really feel like as an outsider when you
0: get to Basel, it feels very different from anywhere else in Switzerland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's 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 a truth and and then starting touring, not just with bands but also with orchestras, mm-hmm. um you you talk to people. Uh you yeah. you you hear from different kind of situation uh live experiences uh, and then um Three years ago, I did this great tour with Ghost and uh, how's that the change? You know, I've been in through weeks. I've been in places that I've never been in the last 10 years, but, and then I was thinking, you know, I'm glad that it happens right now because now I was like more mature. I know what mm-hmm. I was, what I want in my life or how to see thing, how to live those experience. And I guess if this happened when I was 25, maybe. I I for sure had some good memories, but you know the thing about learning something from what you do. You know this, that was the, the difference. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't aware of
2: any of the lessons I was learning in my early twenties. I was oblivious to them. It's only now in retrospect that I <laughs> so that I, felt, I, felt I, I uh, that I realized how much I actually gained from it. But back then it was just like party party hard, man.
0: Yeah, I remember going with some Italian bands into Austria and Germany. Man, it was just just fun. That you yeah. know, you just you just think, okay, I'm on the road uh, today that we are playing there, you met these people, you, you met this band there and everything. And then prop problems and talks just when I come back home, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> and and, and this is that's the spirit, of course, but still, you, you know. How old are you now, Shandy I would be 35. 35. Okay.
2: I'm 33. So we're similar. Mm -hmm. You like, I get these fucking dark moments, man. Like it's, and it's like, it's more frequent now that like where I really fucking miss, miss the feeling of being like 23 and having all the time in the world and like feeling like 10 years would be, that's, like, uh, an eternity. I, I can do whatever. And now I'm 30, man. Like, days are just, like, and that feeling, like, of being, like, this in your 20s and feeling super, like, immortal, mm-hmm, and fucking mm-hmm. ready to take on the world. And Like you said, just not caring about it. I'll figure it out. It's not going to be a problem.
0: Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. It's, like, it's so weird. It's 10 years only from that day where I felt like that uh, from those days. And I feel so much older now. And I'm like, I'm just so scared of like, like what's it going to be like in my forties? Like I'm going to (laughs) be so depressing.
0: (laughs) I I don't know. I I think that I'm honestly, I'm enjoying a lot my 30. (laughs) Maybe, I mean, I'm lucky enough to have a job that I love. I mean, I'm in a world and a profession that, I wake up and I'm, I feel blessed for what I'm doing. And it's not something that just came out for nothing. I built it, I built it in my twenties, you know, studying, uh, learning, uh, talking to people slowly, even good and bad experience I had in my life. Just, just pop up in a brightening, you know, like enlightenment, like at the end of the, my twenties. And so I have a good friend who in one song is saying, I, I died in my 20 and I reborn in my 30. And yeah. I felt a little bit like this, you know, like, I think when you, when you were, when I was 20, 24, I was, as you said, you know, the world is mine or I have the chance to be there. Oh yeah. I'm starting here. It's cool like this, but uh, now, looking back, it felt like a lot subtle, you know, like now mm-hmm. I'm feeling like, okay, I, still days are running so fast. A lot of things to do, a lot of things to economic stuff to think, more responsibilities and stuff like this. But in the end, those things make life more tangible. You know, you know, I'm here, I'm feeling myself mm-hmm. with my feet on the ground and I like where I stand.
2: Yeah. But yes. yeah. yeah like I'm so I'm really glad that you feel that way. It wasn't like um, it's not that I don't feel the same. Like I'm there's difference. There's different things now that are important. I just felt like my values have shifted a little bit. Now I'm, I'm like I have a, a nice job. Like I bought a this amazing house where I can chill out with my wife and my dog and things are great. And I'm providing security for myself. Like thinking ahead and that feels really good as well and I'm really enjoying it but sometimes I just get this like because like when I was 20 I would do stuff you know fucking would go skydiving just for the heck of it and we would like tour and you wouldn't just wouldn't give a shit about anything you just felt invincible and that feeling
0: hardly ever comes around anymore man (laughs) yeah but maybe what comes around uh, when you would be on stage with the new band that you yeah, yeah, think that-
2: sure, maybe yeah I mean like playing with the band is great I'm like I miss that and um, it's fun it's it's really fun also it's like it's it's, it's so nice to have like uh, a project where you go when we play live it's like every aspect of it is something that I completely dig it's mm-hmm. Uh, like everything I'm proud of it and every part of it is cool for me and that's really nice that's a really cool thing yeah and, uh, yeah and it's but it's uh, uh, it's also tough to play the shows man
0: yeah I mean now everything changed I think a lot of people still thinking that things gonna be like before yeah but it won't <laughs> And I, I see this, but not as something negative because this period just give us the chance to start something new or yeah. to revisit a lot of situation or a lot of opportunities. Um, so I, I still, well, I, I always been positive in my life. And this is, <laughs> it is something that I still believe it, that um, we just need to, you know, to, to let this situation settle down and, find his own balance but um and even for the music scene it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be um a new reborn because people still believe in that still want to go to concerts and enjoying the live music how it should be and um so we just guess just need to be patient it's hard because last year i had the chance to work in a on a festival on the mountains classical music and it was so magic you know because mm. you i was here in basel you listen to the radio or the is always talking about numbers of this and that and you don't know what's going on and everything and then you go out you are in the f- fresh air. You, you are in a small village in a mountain, Swiss mountain. So, you know, really idyllic and you, you you can do your work. I was doing my stage management work, uh, transporting instruments, talking with artists and, you know, like listen to, con- just sitting, listen to concert for a moment for one hour. It was, whoa, that was something like, it was like six months without real live music uh-huh. and and then it happens once again in january i had the chance to work for a, a festival um in this case it was all streamed but i was there physically helping to set up the stage and everything
1: mm.
0: and it was so uh, a good situation a good feeling you know just sitting there and it was also there a good friend of mine shout out to nicola um, was helping me work in there and it told me the same. We were looking at each other, saying, say, Oh, we missed that, you know. <laughs> that was, that was uh, and I think this and that feeling, I think it's gonna be the feeling that a lot of people will have when they will have the chance to go back in front of a stage. Yeah, and and this gonna yeah. give the kick
2: in Denmark. Uh, you have we, we can do concerts now, but uh, people have to sit down. it's like it's sitting and it's just like we've played a few shows like that with the band right away
1: Mm -hmm.
2: it feels so stupid man like playing a hardcore show with people sitting down
1: i know
2: that i know that people are probably like the the people there is appreciative and it's i mean it's it's better than not going to a show and it's better than being in total lockdown but it just like we've actually discussed it in the band that we wouldn't play. Like we'd play whatever is booked, but we're not going to take any new shows in until people can, can do their thing because it's just, it's like hardcore is for me, like a hardcore show is 50, 50 audience band. It's, it's not something that the band provides. It's something that you, with the guys on the floor it's it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a mix like and you f- it just it feels so awkward and stupid you're like yo what's up everybody sit the fuck down everybody <laughs> stay fucking seated fucking sit down it's like like how how like how are you gonna like uh yeah whatever it's,
0: <laughs> but you, it's you know it reminds me uh, of videos that now is also like 12 years old 12, of the American band "Bury Your Dad. Yeah. And they made like this video, like they are in a cabaret or something like this. And yeah. they are playing metalcore, but the audience like wearing like in the 30, you know, all the elegant and everything. And, you know, now it's, it's kind of crazy because <laughs> this is the yeah. situation we are living. it is the same. The you reality. know? Like <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, here in Switzerland, I saw there is a um, small show, yeah, with the good weather. Like, this week, finally, it's going to be, like, 30 degrees outside, sunny. Nice. Um, because this year, yeah, the, the weather just makes us waiting, let's say. And mm. uh, um, to start doing small kind of festival, you know, where people can walk through. So, you know, and you can stand still stand on the same place with many people, but... And this is good but the problem it's deeper there is no there is no money you know going yeah. into the business and we are not talking about millions but yeah I mean I'm talking for those small events that normally take place every year and like I was talking with a friend from the south and he, he told me you know uh, I'm organizing this open air um two days open air where a band from north of Italy and Switzerland come to playing or rock bands come to play people can camping you know enjoying Swiss mountains and stuff but i say you know we decided two years now it's done we, we are not we are not going to do anything I don't know I guess this year Copenhagen won't happen right I guess they just postponed no. to 2022 yeah.
2: Yeah. everything everything uh like all the major stuff is postponed
1: mm-hmm.
2: and cancelled um but from in Denmark, they just like things are going quite well here uh the vaccination programs are- built, really building momentum now
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, infection like the the numbers are like very steady even going down mm-hmm. so from I think it's 1st of September, there'll be no restrictions on nightlife, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which I guess also means like music menus because this yeah, is yeah. also, yeah, like, but th- the statement was, it just came out like at the end of this week that this, like the different dates where things would open again and restrictions would be lifted. Uh And, first of September, it said like nightclubs and discos, like full capacity, no restrictions, which I guess also means music venues. But I don't know how many, if there's restriction on numbers, like cap- people's capacity. In mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. there is some hope, like, and it's going to go, I like, it's going to go back to something that you could recognize like soon.
0: But right now it's just like, uh, yeah. Yes, the the interesting part is that a lot of bands uh, and musicians in general are are um, using this time to produce good music. <laughs> you know, like this yeah. is this is something that uh, it's really appreciated. Because yeah, I'm the kind of person who wear headphones all day long. <laughs> I would yeah. say so. This is helps me keep my heads up, but. Um, yeah, Switzerland. You know, um, there was a lot, a huge discussion because there was like a fight in between uh, restaurants and uh, venues in yes. some ways because um, restaurant uh, could can or they could open that they closed. Uh, then just outside, and now you can also eat inside. But at the same time, venues or concert hall, theaters, everything now you can't perform. Uh, you have really limited. Persons inside, uh, you know, you, I, I, I don't, I don't want to get into politics and everything, but, um, and I understand that it's not as it wasn't it now is not still not an easy situation to deal with with so many, um, I would say activities that are are um, clashed, but this this situation. Uh, but yeah, it was hard. You know, I got a lot of friends working that business that I, I mean, I feel lucky enough, you know, I still work in the music business, but I got mm-hmm. a, a lot of friends that I definitely need, had to look for something else. Yeah. and Yeah. So, um, and I really hope that all these things, the whole things will help a little bit to think about how arts, music, theater, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, for the health Of people you know like it's not just uh, that medicine will solve everything you know looking Mm -hmm. a good movie or go enjoying a theater or go to a concert in a cage like go and motion go and just screaming in front of a band is just healthy you know like and I think that many people just forget about it you know like,
2: but I mean on the same time it's not something that can go away it's just it's something that can lie dormant for a very long time like Mm -hmm. nightlife concerts stuff like that but it will also like once restrictions are lifted it will pop up like that because it's it's uh second nature to people it's like like you said it's something that you need so and like the business i know it's gonna be it's been it's tough for the people who were in the industry when the pandemic hit but it's not something that needs that will, you know, once restrictions are lifted, things are, people can come back. You know, it's like, I mean, some people would have gone out of business, stuff like that. But the, it, it will blossom quickly again. That's my prediction, I think.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Man, I have uh, like a news. It's, it's not official, but I'm in contact with Pablo, uh, the guitar player from Billy the Kid. And mm-hmm. we are thinking about making a band. It's gonna be like a, a distance band because he's now he's living in South America yeah. at the moment. Uh, but um, I guess I'm gonna start my career as bass player, you know like <laughs> <Nice. laughs> And this is something that uh, gave me a huge smile uh, because in the last months I, I started my new job. and um, it's definitely another kind of profession, like you know, I'm managing. Uh, helping managing this um, agency that we deliver instruments, uh, pianos and grand pianos. We have a great team um, that is able to move, you know, grand piano to the third floor of, you know, to the stairs and everything is interesting because it's a a work that you need to know, able to handle these instruments, knowing how to repair a little bit, you know, And uh, and at the same times, it's really physical, you know. There is also Mm. another uh, partner agency from Germany, and they are cool because um, because there also like it's like of crossfit, and on the other side, the transport is pianos, you know. So they combine the things. It's interesting, and so new job and everything, but I'm I miss that feeling of playing, you know, like and I think. Uh, so to all the audience out there, if you have the chance to start something, you know, just singing, playing, so do it. You do it because, mm-hmm. I mean, we we speak for our experience. Uh, you, are in a, since on, you are in a music scene since a long day and, and um, a long time, sorry. And me too, I had my experience and I, I have to give up to those experience while studying and then grow, trying to, collect uh, all the things I wanted to for building my life to have right now. But uh, I'm feeling that it's something that I need, you know, and this is is something that... It's so important
2: to follow those those feelings, man.
0: Whatever it is, like, uh,
2: you should also be curious to try new things. Like, Mm -hmm. I got, I have like, I'd say I have like three strong passions in my pastime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've tried a whole lot of things. Like I started doing, trying to like getting into gardening, like uh, growing chilies and stuff like that, whatever it is. Like if you're curious, just do it. like, and sometimes and then you'll find like whatever floats your boat and you should just pursue that passion because it's, yeah, it just like things sucks when you don't have like when that feeling of like missing something, Mm-hmm. Having too much time on your hands, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 and I think this is
0: something that we experienced last year. Many of us, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a moment in between, I guess, May and July 2020, where I was home. I was reading a lot, you know. I tried to. I decided to start learning Russian and mm-hmm. stuff like this, but at the same time, you you notice that still something spare time somewhere and everything um but yeah so hard like during the
2: first lockdown it was horrible because like uh, and also for a long time uh because the gyms were closed and i couldn't go training
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: and it just like my also i've been dealing for a long time with injuries like my shoulders been a little messed up. I had some issues with my knees and also recently my back just blew out. It's so fucked up. But uh, like during the time where I couldn't train, it was just, Mm -hmm. Oh, I felt so, yeah, I really needed that. So for me, it became very clear, like what I need to like that, the stuff that I've sort of picked out and, Made into like my spare time. These are the 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 things that I, I want to do and spend time doing. Like once one of them goes, it's just like it feels horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're lucky and privileged to have a life where you have spare time and where you can, uh, uh, yeah, where where there is room for you to like to get that feeling that you need something that you want to like that you're curious about, you should do it. Go yeah. for it.
0: And plan for today, you still have time for go fishing or enjoy time with the dog?
2: Actually, I have to, um, I think I'm going to go for a run because I'm trying to get back into the gym. Mm-hmm. And then I have to uh, trim the bushes. <laughs> I have I bought this house and I have a garden. And yeah. it's, uh, it's the first time that I have a garden and it's just exploded the last month. Like, because yeah. the sunshine has been out. So, I need uh have like, this big machine to cut the the hedge. Yeah, I know which one, yeah. So, I, I need to do that. And then later tonight, Denmark is playing Finland, I think, in the European. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't really, I'm, I don't follow football at all.
0: Me neither, but me I, neither. But I'm
2: going to a friend's house to watch the game, so. Yeah. I'll just go for the beers.
0: <laughs> I think I'm gonna do the same because uh, I was on yesterday play I got a couple of friends just invited me, but in the end uh, yeah, in the end I didn't do it because I, I wanted to do the final mix of the podcast that released this morning. So you know like I was into it <laughs> and but those are other small experience that just lets you you know stay in contact with friends yeah and now uh, you're enjoying as a more even go out or see somebody it seems like yeah. oh it's such a long time it's like this and okay. and i was yeah. enjoying the garden i mean this is also a good activity you know
2: <laughs> and uh, i'm not gonna like even though i like i watch anything even a fucking cricket game or whatever if it means i get to hang out with my friends like <laughs> i don't care yeah 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 and so be- man, UFC, do you follow the UFC?
0: Uh no, not much, not much. But I was curious to see the last fight, uh, you know, the Mayweather and this YouTuber. Yeah. I, I got the feeling that it wasn't, you know, just something like clown shows and yeah, I, 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 I just I just want to see that blonde guy going out in knock, a knockout, but no. <laughs> so you know like
2: <laughs> I spent all morning watching like UFC promos for the fight tonight. So mm-hmm. tomorrow morning I'm gonna Figure out a way to see it. I'm so pumped for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sucker for the UFC, man. They're so good at promoting the
0: cards. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I'm not into this kind of sports, but I it's it's interesting to look at it. You know, to see
1: mm-hmm.
0: the tactics, the way somebody you know want to go for it or not, or uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Definitely yeah. interesting, and yeah, with uh, guess yeah i it's good also it's time to start to to learn something new as we said and even try to to figure it out new 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 ideas and you know i was thinking before we close this episode would you maybe remind uh to the audience uh when would be the release of rotting right album and where they can find it yeah for sure um um away. the release the
2: album is called Nothing Is Good and it's out August thirteenth
1: mm-hmm.
2: from uh Last Mile Records. Uh it's a Danish uh label. But if you just Google Last Mile Records or runaway band Rutaway Copenhagen, you'll like find pre-order links and you could go check us out, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. And uh yeah, hopefully. If you're into like, uh, it's a little bit, it's not old school, but it's sort of bringing that 2000s beat down style back a little bit. with mm-hmm. Some like a lot of thrashy elements, I think, but it's, it's just straight up like full frontal hardcore. So if you're into that kind of stuff, go check it out for sure. I really appreciate that. And, uh, thanks for having me today, Shani.
0: Hey, It was a pleasure because, uh, yeah, it was like a lot of time. I mean, we we take some time on social media and stuff like this, but it it was definitely a long time and couldn't have really the chance to to sit down and talk a little bit. So uh, once again, this podcast... seems to be the the right solution to me to to have the chance to to i would say renew this the friendship and everything was so interesting to listen to your 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 passion in life and talking your opinion about music and always going on in Denmark and um, once again i feel so blessed and so happy that i could have so friends all over all, all around the world where i can talk and share my and share my passion for music and I thank you very much for your time and hopefully soon we'll see. I mean, I guess maybe in November this year we will see us because I guess I, I will have the chance to come to, to Denmark, picking yeah, the guys yeah. for the tour so we yeah. can combine to have a coffee.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, but Shandy, man, have a great one. Thanks for having me again, man. I really appreciate it. It's 90 minutes gone by like that. Yes, right? It's good to talk to you again. I hope you have a really nice day and a good weekend.
0: Thank you very much, man.
1: Check this out.
0: I'm really happy to be able to bring you a track from the Danish band right away. Their second album will be available soon and this is Ang Low.